Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Metroscope, an Intercom Radio Portland public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham, and on this show, we're going to be talking with the Fish Food Bank in Hood River County. The Fish Food Bank has a great mission statement. In cooperation with faith groups, businesses, and community members, it's the mission of the Fish Food Bank to help alleviate hunger by distributing food regularly and on an emergency basis, regardless of gender, race, religion, or sexual orientation, and in a friendly, instant, sympathetic, helpful, non-judgmental, and confidential manner. Let's learn more about the Fish Food Bank. On the show this time, I would like to welcome Martha Lamont. Martha is with the Fish Food Bank in Cascade Locks. Hey there, Martha. How are you? I'm really good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks. So let's talk about the Fish Food Bank. You've been there for quite a few years. Tell me about your history with the Fish Food Bank. Well, I started uh, when I moved to Oregon working at the Food Bank. I really didn't know what a food bank was. I learned quickly uh, about 10 years ago, and then our... uh, person that was running it uh, took a job transfer, and so we uh, became part of the Fish Food Bank out of Hood River, which is much to our benefit. And FISH is an acronym for something, right? What what does FISH stand for? Friendly, Instamatic, Sympathetic Help. Oh, that's a nice acronym. (laughs) And how many people are you serving in in Cascade Locks and in, in Hood River County in general? We are serving in Cascade Locks approximately 50 families per month. And Hood River, for around 400 per month. Wow, that's pretty significant. That's a lot of people that are uh, going without food. Yes, we're trying to change that. <laughs> yeah. In your 10 years with the food bank, what kind of changes have you seen over those 10 years? Are things getting better or worse? Oh, or? Much, much, much better. We, um, we didn't used to get the eggs or milk or a lot of the uh, vegetables and we were getting mainly canned goods. It was nothing like it is now. I averaged 12 to 17 people coming uh, 10 years ago. That all changed when we became part of the Fish Food Bank because we get fresh produce, we get very diversified products, a little bit of everything, cereal, canned goods, frozen vegetables, cheese, um, meat, how come things are different now than they were 10 years ago? Where, how come the fresh food all of a sudden? Uh, well, because we weren't part of that organization, so we oh, okay. had to buy our food uh, separately. I didn't really know how it was run because it was just run by two people who had full-time jobs, and it wasn't nearly as effective as it is with when you have a system with many volunteers. Are you a volunteer? or? I'm a volunteer. Okay. How many volunteers do you have working for you? We have approximately 20 volunteers working in Cascade Locks. I don't know the number in Hood River. They have a significant number. Yeah. How do people volunteer if they want to find out how to help? How can they help out? Well, I recently put an ad in our local um, 
newsletter, and I had two people, three people actually, that signed up. The others, um, some of them had been with me for quite a while. A lot of the volunteers are actually clients too, uh, but they care about the community and they want to help in any way they can. So it's uh, we all show up on uh, well, actually tomorrow is our food bank day, and well. Shut-ins. We do shut-ins on Tuesday. Wednesday's our food bank day, and then Saturday, we also are open. A couple of years ago, we started opening on Saturday mornings, so people that can't get off during the week can come, or they can also go to Hood River, uh, which they're they're open about four days a week. What kind of uh, jobs do volunteers do? Well, we get the food in. Uh, it comes by truck from Hood River, and we put it away. And then on Food Bank Day, we have different stations where people work in. We have in our area, we have it in our gym. The city has it in the gym. So it's City Hall. So we have one room with canned goods, one room with dry goods, and a room with three freezers and two refrigerators. So people are working those different rooms. We have people signing up with the table, getting their order in for what they want, and then um, going through the line with optional items that we get sometimes from donations or extra things that we don't have 50 of, and they can pick and choose what they want from that. So it's kind of a, a shopping experience for your clients. It is a shopping experience. That's a, that's a different approach. Well, it, I guess it's, a, it's the way things are done now, but as you probably know, since you have a pretty good history there, it didn't used to be like that, right? No, they got what they got. <laughs> Here's your box. See yes. you later. Yes. So what is that like for your clients then to be able to pick and choose and, and um, have more of a shopping experience? What's that like for them? Oh, they really uh, appreciate it. I think everybody in our town appreciates the, how the food bank has grown here. And we have uh, had, we get donations such as Paula's uh, raised Bridge of the Goddess. They bring donations of money or product to the food bank. We always like to get personal care products if possible because you can't get personal care products with food stamps, unfortunately. Okay. Where does most of the food that you are able to give out, where does that come from? It comes from the uh, Oregon Food Bank, and it's a very low cost, or we get um, USDA for free, and then the donations that we have supplement that. We just had Pacific Crest Trail Days, and they gave us... uh, quite a large donation of food and money. That's nice. So you have food drives around the community at, at certain times? Yes. Yes, they have them in Hood River. Uh, we have some here. Do I'm, I'm kind of wondering, being out in the Hood River Valley, there's tons of, of produce out there. Do, do farmers donate a lot of stuff? Yes, they do. As a matter of fact, we're getting peaches tomorrow. Mm. Yes, that's good. And we get, uh, from Gorge Crone, we get some of their product after their farmer's market. And the apples in Hood River are probably the best in the world. Yes, they make great <laughs> pies. <laughs> great pies, okay. <laughs> if someone is in need of using uh, the, the fish food bank in Cascade Locks or in Hood River County, how often can they do that? Uh, they can come once a month to either site. And on occasion, a person runs out of food, they need an emergency box, we can do that also. But they're entitled, they have a punch card, and they can come once a month to either Hood River, Parkdale, or 
cascade locks. Okay. Martha, you've been doing this for a while. So what do you, what are some of the reasons people are in need of using a food bank? In, in, well, in a lot area? of our people in cascade locks are retired and they're on fixed incomes and they're not terribly high incomes. And so they really need the supplemental food. And sometimes it's sm- uh, families with small children, young children, um, we're seeing a, an increase in home, homeless, at least in uh, Hood River, and they are allowed to take food on a regular basis because they only take a bag at a time because they don't have facilities to heat it up necessarily or keep it cold. Yeah, I would imagine if you, if you are homeless, um, keeping your fresh produce and all of that protected is, is a difficult task. I'm, I'm sure it is. I don't see much of that here in Cascade Locks, but they do in Hood River. What keeps you doing this year after year? You've been doing this for 10 years. What keeps you doing it? I like the people, and I like helping, and it's something I just enjoy doing. I'm retired. I can travel when I want, but I can do this on the side, and I like to be productive at what I do, and so I... As they say, she never met a person she couldn't ask for money. (laughs) (laughs) How many days a month do you volunteer? Well, I volunteer um, three days a month, plus in between maybe phone calls or or picking up things. Our market gives us things that they have uh, expired off the shelf, and yet we can give out for a certain period of time. We have a... Uh, list of how to do that and so sometimes if we pick up extra food I, I spend about 20 uh, hours a month working at the food bank that's one wonderful. way or another yeah that's really great must be really satisfying for you it is it is um, I really enjoy it or I wouldn't do it <laughs> exactly <laughs> that keeps you going that's that's awesome We're talking today with Martha Lamont with the Fish Food Bank out of uh, Cascade Locks and in Hood River County in general. Now, Martha, if if people are unable to make it to your site in Cascade Locks, are there other places they can go for assistance? Yes, they can go to the main uh, building in Hood River. Uh, We have a new building that was constructed about four years ago that's next to the uh, Lutheran Methodist Church across from the bowling alley there on Tucker Road. And it's air-conditioned and heated, and uh, they can go there and not have to wait outside anymore like they used to in a long line in the inclement weather. So uh, they can you know, they can go to Parkdale, but Hood River is more convenient. And some people choose to do that because they work there, or they just don't. They just can't make it on the days that we're open. What days are you open again? Wednesday from one thirty to three thirty. And we do our shut-ins deliveries on Tuesday, the last, the fourth week of the month. And then the following Saturday, we're open from 11 to 12. And that started out with two or three people. And I believe we had 14 last month. Wow. So their word is catching on. So when you say shut-ins, that's where you deliver to people? Is that correct? Yes, people that can't get out for health reasons or the restricted and who does that delivery? Well, I have a, a couple of gentlemen that do it. Uh, they're, they're volunteers, and they do it on a regular basis. And that's uh, very helpful. Yeah, for sure. 
That must and be nice, I have too. one fellow who p- picks up the food. He also goes to Corbett, to the Grange, once a month and picks up three to 400 pounds of burl wheat bread. Wow. Which is all free. That's a lot of bread. It is a lot of bread. Now, who, who donates that? Well, it comes from the Corbett Grange. I'm not, I guess, uh, not sure, but I assume it's uh, oral weed. Okay. That's, that, that, that I can't even put in my mind what, how much bread that is. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a truck full. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what a wonderful contribution. That probably really helps out a lot. It does. It does. It's been, that's something that's relatively new. And the Fish Food Bank is part of the Oregon Food Bank Network, is that correct? Yes, it is. How does that work? How do you become part of that network? Well, we're actually independent of that, but we get our food from them. Oh, I see. And and what comes from the Oregon Food Bank? We have our own 501c3. Okay. What what kind of food products do you get from the Oregon Food Bank? Uh, Meat, um, canned goods. Uh, vegetables, uh, tortillas, um, let's see, eggs, and then we buy, uh, well, a lot of uh, cereal, uh, many things, uh, flour, oil, juice, macaroni and cheese, <laughs> mm. um, a lot of different things, sometimes coffee and tea and specialty items, so, so, Salad dressing, jelly. Sounds like a little bit of everything. everything. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's great. And uh, how about the USDA too? You get food from them, is that correct? Yes, and that is free. I'm told. How does that I work? Don't the, I don't pay the bills. Okay. <laughs> Somebody else does that work. Yes. Okay. How does that work? Getting best product from the USDA? Do you know? Well, I I don't know other than it comes down through the Oregon Food Bank from Portland. To our Hood River site, we pick up from Hood River, bring back our designated amount here. It's divided up there. And then, and they also serve Mosier, too, uh, in Hood River. Okay. Martha, do you know what kind of qualifications people need to have in order to, to use the food bank? All they have to do is provide uh, an address. We don't check any other uh, personal information, just that they live in the county. And if somebody's homeless, how do they how do they prove they live somewhere? Well, that's handled differently. Uh, it's put down in a different category. So, uh, it I'm not really. Uh, they usually that's not a kind of a regular thing that people come and go that way. Oh, I see. Not that they don't come every. Month. I, mean, I have some people that have been coming for years that I know have known for years, but that the homeless are more of a transient population. Okay. So you probably have made some pretty good friends along the line, haven't you? Yes, I have. I would yes. imagine the guys that drive the truck, they go to see the people who are un- unable to get out of their homes, they probably have, have some good conversations with those people, too. Yes, I'm sure they do. Um, one of them... They've both lived here a long time. One of them is also a, a client, and he's really uh, fun to be with. A lot of teasing going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good thing, right? <laughs> yes, he's very accommodating, so well, he never turns me down. 
we are past summer now and school's back in session and but but you guys have some special programs for children during the summer months tell me about those uh, well, there was something new that was started with a young woman who's moved here from Portland. Um, she had a month-long summer camp, and I understand it was a very innovative, and everybody really loved it. And then so the uh, food bank uh, from Hood River, uh, Katie Haney and her group, orchestrated um, getting uh, donations down here of uh, sandwiches and I guess milk and lunch for the for the children for that month of the of the program. They also have it up in Hood River. They have a uh, lunch program in the summer, certain weeks of the summer uh, for the kids, which that's, is nice. Yeah, that's probably very important because summer months with the, during school year, kids have regular access to at least lunch at the school more than likely. During the summer months, that could be different. That's right. They they don't necessarily um, have that so they did if they signed up for this program which I think there were at least 25 children that did uh, they really enjoyed it it was quite a day so we got um, a lot of snacks and things from from Costco also which is helpful so many people out there helping out that's wonderful do you have food drives throughout the year around your area Yes, they do. Uh, we have they have some in Hood River through the school and the I believe the Boy Scouts. Um, we have the uh, race, the one race with Paula Harkin, and we have um, just acquired Pacific Crest Trail Days. That's about attendance of almost five thousand people, and then we had some donations that were made to our local market that. I'm able to buy extra product sometimes. The Pacific Crest Trail Days, that was pretty recently, correct? Oh, yes, yeah, so just a couple of weeks ago. And how does that work? Do people donate food when they do the come and Well, this is out? the first year for us. Uh, they donated, they brought food or they provided um, money. Okay. So it was pretty, it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That probably sets you guys up for a, a couple of months. Yes, with a lot of different items that we uh, normally don't have. So that'll probably last us the next three months, we decided, for some optional items that they've provided. How many people do you think come in on a regular basis, and how many people come in kind of on an emergency basis? We do about two emergencies a month. And the regular basis, the people between the two day, two or three days, actually three days, it's, it averages 50 families. Yeah. That's up from the 30 or so that work a few years ago. But as I said, when I first started, it was more like 15 to 17. They just uh, weren't that interested in the product. We didn't have one-eighth of what we have now. Yeah, and like you said earlier, back then, 10 years ago, because you've been volunteering with the food bank in Cascade Locks for 10 years, is that right? Yes, 10 years in October. Back then, it was like, here's your box of stuff. Yes. Make the most of it. Have some canned goods. <laughs> yeah. And and how are things different now? Well, we have all kinds of food. Um, you know, the milk, cheese, eggs, uh, bread is provided by uh, Columbia Market and, and uh, friends 
Uh, they provide me 50 loaves of bread every month. Um, we have, like I said, all the different products that we we simply didn't have before. Uh, it was just once in a while some ground meat or uh, some coffee or something, but mainly it was just canned goods. And they they purchased those, so and they I think they went to the Dallas to get them too. So, so when your clients come in and they get to have this kind of shopping experience at the food bank, are do you provide any way of um, helping them come up with recipes or ways to extend these these items? Uh, well, we have on occasion come up with recipes, but um, typically no, we don't um, do that. Except for when we get a lot of pumpkin. I have pumpkin bread recipes for <laughs> Which got, I made myself. It's quite good. <laughs> you've got that one down. <laughs> yes. That's, that's coming up soon. We have, uh, I was just able to purchase some sugar last month with some of our money that was, some sugar was on sale. And so um, we'll put that out during the holidays because a lot of people like to bake during the holidays. So you say when uh, money comes in, where does that money come from? Uh, private donations, and sometimes a church. People just having fundraisers around town? Yes. Are and they able to, to make donations online? Yes, they are. If they go to the uh, Fish Food Bank site, they can make donations through PayPal. So, Martha, a little bit earlier, you uh, said that personal care products, those are not things you can buy with, with food stamps or the SNAP program. Is that correct? Right. That's what I learned early on. Um, I don't know why, because I think toilet paper is more of a necessity than potato chips or soft drinks. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty, pretty true. Um, where do you get those items that you're able to give out? Uh, sometimes the, we have a, a Lions Club here that has donated from the dollar store. Um, and now we're getting toilet paper directly from uh, the food bank. We have been recently. Um, shampoo, conditioner, soap, toothpaste. A lot of people brought toothpaste to the Pacific Crest Trail Days. So... Yeah, if, if listeners are out doing some shopping right now, you know the dollar store or even you can find a good sale at Fred Meyer or just about anywhere, buy up some yes. stuff and, and donate it to the food bank. That's a really wonderful thing. Yes, they can. And really necessary, and we, too. We we have to, any donation we weigh, and we so we have record of it coming in. What are the best kind of items that people, if, if they're dropping off personal care items, you said shampoo, conditioner, toothpaste, what else could they bring? Um... I said toilet paper, paper towels, um, sometimes uh, adult diapers. <laughs> yes, it's kind of the things we take for granted in our everyday life. You get up, you wash your face, you brush your teeth, you take a shower. It's all those things that that you need when you do that. Yes, oh, and also laundry detergent. Oh, okay. I forgot about laundry detergent. That's a good one. And probably even dish soap. Yes. So let's talk a little bit more about volunteering. How do, what kind of volunteers are you looking for, and how can people uh, help out by volunteering? Well, uh, they can uh, give me a call and c- 
kind of and see how we work. Um, either if they're able to come on a Wednesday or to unload the truck, we had two new volunteers that helped young people that helped unload the truck. Always like to have some people that are strong. To we take things in wagons and take them out to people's cars. So somebody that has some muscle. <laughs> <laughs> And the best place to find out about volunteer opportunities, give you a call. Is that correct? You want to give out your phone yes, number? Yes, or they can they can uh, call the um, food bank in Hood River if they prefer to go directly to the to them because they, they can volunteer at either location. They have volunteers working in their uh, warehouse constantly, at least all, every morning practically. Well, Martha, thank you so much for doing what you do with the food bank in, in Cascade Locks and in Hood River County. That's really wonderful. You've been doing it a long time, and, it, and I think you like it. I do. I really do. <laughs> That's great. We've been talking today with Martha Lamont with the Fish Food Bank in Cascade Locks. Thanks again, Martha. Thank you. Metroscope is an Intercom Radio Portland public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham. If you're involved with a nonprofit or public affairs organization, or if you have an idea for an upcoming show, I'd like to hear from you. Visit MetroscopePDX.com and submit your ideas. You can also go to this station's website and submit your information there. Thanks for listening to Metroscope and enjoy the rest of your weekend.